بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيان الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear brothers sisters elders <coughs> we are in the one week of ramadan is over see how time flies i remind myself anew that psychologists tell us that habit change takes 21 days of practicing the new way ramadan al kareem is the annual habit change boot camp ramadan gives us an opportunity to choose henceforth to live as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to live instead of as we want to live to move from a desire based existence to an allah's will based existence in ramadan we are ready to stop ourselves from doing what is halal and what we enjoy only because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to do so then how much more important is it to stop ourselves from doing what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited for us throughout our lives this is the essence of taqwa which ramadan al kareem comes to to teach us in a powerful experiential way so let us ask if ramadan entered us or if we entered ramadan if we entered ramadan we will exit ramadan on the first of shawal but if ramadan enters us then insha allah it will remain in our hearts and our lives throughout the year the spirit of ramadan is the spirit of obedience to allah subhanahu wa taala not within the boundaries of time of a day not within the boundaries of dates in a month but from can breathe to can't breathe from can see to can't see from birth to death that is the spirit of obedience and that is the meaning of islam the spirit of obedience which is ramadan is the key to success in this life and the next and that is what must enter our hearts and that's the that is how you need to take stock of ourselves and say one week of fasting has passed how has my life changed how have my priorities changed how have my thoughts changed how have my feelings changed how has my tongue changed 
How have my actions changed? What do I get angry about? What do I used to get angry about? And what do I not get angry about? What do I used to love? And what do I now stay away from? And so on and so on. To obey joyfully and eagerly. Not reluctantly. Not per force. Because we love Allah. We love Allah. That is taqwa. And remember, I remind myself and you, that all the promises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are for the muttaqoon. Not only for those who are merely muslimun. For the muttaqoon. Ramadan al-Karim is the gateway to all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised us in this life and the akhirah. It is for us to enter the gateway and succeed. Abu Sayyid al-Khudri says that Rasulullah said anyone who fasts for one day for the sake of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep his face away from Jahannam for a distance covered by a journey of 70 years. You might say well 70 years on a donkey or a horse or a camel. Well I would say 70 years in Elon Musk's rocket. Why not? Allah didn't specify this kind of vehicle, journey, eh? speed of thought. Why not? This is in Bukhari and Muslim. All this Elon Musk is not in Bukhari and Muslim. The hadith is Bukhari and Muslim. Uthman bin Ibn Abi Al-As reported that Rasulullah said, Fasting serves as a shield from Jahannam. And this is in An-Nasai. My brothers and sisters and elders, Islam is a religion of action. We don't get anything for knowing something. We get something for doing something. Ramadan is the month that comes to help us to practice Islam. To practice living Islam. It begins with the most critical fundamental attitude and that is taqwa. The consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives and the sole concern to please Him in all that we say and do. Ramadan al-Karim is the month of the Qur'an. So I ask myself and I ask you. I ask you to ask yourself. Do we reflect as we listen to the Imam's recitation? That we are listening to the exact words that were revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu And which the world heard for the very first time in his beautiful voice. Kalamullah. Bisauti Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Are we aware as we recite that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is listening to us in real time and is mentioning us by name to those who are around his arsh? Are we aware of this? Are we overwhelmed with awe and gratitude and do we fall in sujood to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Are we excited or are we among those who a single curse word can transform. But the word of Allah leaves untouched, unmoved. Somebody curses you. Somebody says you are a donkey. You know you are not a donkey. But what do you do? You get transformed. And you prove to him that he was right. That you are a donkey. Because you behave like a donkey. Eh? 
curse word transforms us physically. If somebody hooked up stuff to us, blood pressure would change, body temperature would change, neuron activity would change. But the kalam of Allah, unmoved. May Allah help us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked us this question. Qalat rusuluhum afillahi shak. Qalat rusuluhum afillahi shak. Fatiri samawati wal ardi yad'ukum liyaghfira lakum min dhunubikum. وَيُوَخِّرَكُمْ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّا Their messengers said, their messengers asked, What? Can there be a doubt about Allah? أَفِلَّهِ شَكَّ You have doubt on Allah? أَفِلَّهِ شَكَّ He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he calls you, that he may forgive your sins and give you respite, some time of life in this world for an appointment time, for an appointed time. I know we don't disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's existence. But the question I ask myself and you is, do we believe in his promises? Do we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can feed us without us falling into haram, get rich schemes of shaitan? Do we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can feed us without us buying and selling haram? Do we believe that Allah can feed us without us borrowing on interest and dealing in bank interest? Do we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can feed us without us lying and cheating and deceiving people? Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked us another question. كَيْفَ تَكْفُرُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَكُنْتُمْ أَمْوَاتًا فَأَحْيَاكُمْ ثُمَّ يُمِيتُكُمْ ثُمَّ يُحِيكُمْ ثُمَّ إِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ كَيْفَ تَكْفُرُونَ بِاللَّهِ How can you disbelieve in Allah? How is it even possible? كَيْفَ تَكْفُرُونَ بِاللَّهِ how can you disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeing that you were dead and he gave you life. Then he will give you death. Then again will bring you back to life on the day of resurrection. And then unto him you will return. I remind myself and you my brothers and sisters that that day will come. We don't know when. But we know it will come. It will come for me. And it will come for you. Do we reflect on the fact that this word, this kalam of Allah, this, this Quran, is the most truthful word that can ever exist? Inna asdaqal hadithi kitab Allah. And that it is protected in its exactness, in its meaning, and in its application by the one who spoke it. The Quran is the spoken word. It was spoken, it was heard, it was spoken, it was heard, it entered the hearts of people and much later it was written down. Do we reflect on the fact that this Quran changed the people who were despised in the world and transformed them into role models who were looked up to in one generation, in the same generation? 
Do we reflect on the fact that this Quran changes the destination of people from Jahannam to Jannah? And then do we ask, but what is it doing for me? It can do all of this, but is that happening to me? Do we reflect on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned us in the Quran and mentioned what will happen to each of us depending on the qualities that he mentioned? And then, as is the demand of intelligence, do we search for ourselves in the Quran? Allah said, لَقَدْ أَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ كِتَابًا فِيهِ ذِكُرُكُمْ أَفَلَا تَعْقِلُونَ Surely a book has been revealed on you in which you are mentioned. If you only understand. Mentioned where? Mentioned where? Mentioned as what? Do we, do we have this desire to find out? Have we tried to find out? Do we reflect on the fact that the Quran is Shifa? A cure for illness. And there are people who write stuff and make tawis and, and you know on their arms and they hang them around their necks and whatnot. Is that what the Quran is meant for? The Quran is Shifa. Cure for illness. The most serious of which, the most lethal of which are the illnesses of the heart. Hypocrisy and hatred and envy and jealousy and greed and fear and hope from creatures instead of hope from Allah. And then do we seek that cure before it is too late? Do we reflect on the fact that the Quran gives solace to the bereaved, comfort to the aggrieved, safety from danger, takes away our fears and anxieties? Do we seek these things from the Quran before we run to anyone else for help? Do we learn to read the Quran properly according to its rules? And do we teach our children how to read Quran ourselves? Not outsource it to the Sunday school or outsource it to the imam or outsource it to the somebody else. Do we teach them ourselves? One of my most beautiful memories is a video clip which somebody sent me of this Somali imam. And like most Somali people, he's tall, thin, tall man. He and his little son, and the son must, have, must be about maybe seven, eight years old. Both of them are walking early morning. They are walking by, on the beach in the sea, by the seaside with the waves washing their feet in the water. The little child is doing his daur of hips. He is memorizing the Quran. His father is the teacher and he is reciting Quran and his father is listening and both of them are walking in the, in the ocean, the waves washing their feet. Huh? This is possible for everybody. I'm not saying buy beachside houses. I'm saying you, it is possible for you to learn Quran and teach your children. Imagine what kind of bond that creates. So do we do that? Do we enjoy the recitation of the Quran in Tarabi? Or do we complain that the Qari is reciting too slowly and tell him to step on the gas? What will we say if Allah asks us why we never complain about watching Super Bowl or World Cup or Ertugul or... Uh, sorry to mention Ertugul. Huh? All night. Netflix binges all night. No complaint. But stay up a little bit late for the Ruyatil Hilal to see the witness, the, the actual witness, the moon. 
Wallahi, you make difficult, my brother. This religion is so tough. Eh? Little bit tough, it takes a little bit longer because the Kari is not reciting mechanically like a machine. He is reciting from his heart. He is connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I remember praying the Tarawih behind Sheikh Tawfiq al-Sahiq. Hafizahullah in uh, Tahliya Masjid in, in Jeddah. Eight rakats. Takes three hours. Very, Sudani, Sudani Khari, very peacefully reciting. When he comes to the ayat of Basharat, like Rasulullah used to do, he would stop, he makes dua. When he comes to the ayat of wa'id, of warning, of punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will stop, he will make dua. Eight rakat. Takes three hours. And the beauty is, from the beginning to the end, not one person leaves the masjid. Huge masjid jam-packed. I have seen little children, 10 years old, 12 years old, 8 years old, standing like, like sutun, like, like, like pillars. They don't even move. They love the kalam of Allah. They love the kalam of Allah. Eh? That's why I tell people, you want to pray, pray. You want to go home, go home. Just keep your mouth shut. This tongue will take us into Jahannam. Let's not do that. Right? You are tired? Sit down. Even more tired? Lie down. Even more tired? You want to sleep? Go home. But don't talk. Don't talk. Because that talking is the problem. The Kari reciting, he is standing here and reciting 4 rakat, 4, 20 rakat, Tarawi, 3 rakat, 27 rakat. Alhamdulillah, may Allah give him, may Allah give him the best health and iman and make the Quran firm in his life and in his heart. He doesn't get tired because he's connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We get tired. Ask yourself, why is it that I am tired? This is a sign of the weakness of my faith. It's a sign of the sickness of my heart. Hey? Seriously, when are we going to wake up? When are we going to wake up? Finally, Think about this. Do our children listen to us reciting Quran at home? How many of our homes, how many of our homes, beautiful mansions, some of them, are bereft of the sound of our voices? I'm not talking about putting on tapes. Our voices reciting the Quran of Allah. Our children will remember us for many reasons. Believe me, some good, some bad. But will they remember that they used to hear us reciting the kalam of Allah in the dead of the night when the world was asleep? Is that part of the memory of your children? If it is not, make it now. If you are listening to this, you are alive. If you are listening to this, you are a Muslim. Do it now. Nothing is lost. And don't worry about whether your tajweed is this way or that way. Allah, the kalam of Allah, Allah is the only one who has to approve. You recite with your bad tajweed, no problem. You recite with the love of Allah. Ask Allah to forgive you. Learn tajweed, nothing wrong, by, by absolute no problem. But don't let shaitan come and say, no, 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 this, you know, this, you, you elongated too much there and your makharij are like this and your wukuf are like, forget all that. Forget all that. Recite the kalam of Allah. Tell Allah, Ya Allah, make me recite the way you want to hear me recite. Finally, how many of us have children? 
who come to us and say, whatever they call you, mummy, baba, abhi, ummi, whatever, right? Your children come to, how many of us have children who come to us and say, please make dua for me because I have the, I have the, I'm in this difficulty. I am in this problem. Please make dua for me because I know your connection with your Rabb. Please ask him to help me. How many of us have children who come and ask us this? And how many of us can lift our hands and look up at the heavens with confidence and say, Ya Allah, give me because I am asking. Give me because I am asking. Give me because you know that you, I don't ask anyone other than you. Give me because I am asking because only you can give. Eh? Do we have this confidence? This is what Ramadan comes to teach us. Let us maximize that. Don't waste this opportunity. أَقُولِ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِهِسَائِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده قال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك أميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك أميد مجيد My brothers and sisters in Allah, Ramadan is the month of mercy and the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about Ramadan and the bounties it brings. Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu reported in a hadith, Sayyid hadith in Bukhari and Muslim, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said when Ramadan begins, the gates of Jannah are opened and the gates of Jahannam are shut and the shayateen are put in chains. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chains the shayateen in Ramadan and there are several hadiths in Ibn Majah and Tirmidhi and so on on the same meaning. So we know from these hadiths that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chains the shayateen in Ramadan. Therefore the question to ask ourselves is, if we still find ourselves committing sins, operating or working in haram businesses and haram jobs and dealing in interest and disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Then the question is, if shaitan is chained and out of the game, then who is responsible? I don't think the answer is a mystery. I advise myself and you to stop playing games with Allah's mercy. If not, there can come a time, if you don't stop, then, can, then there can come a time when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides to allow us to continue on our chosen path. If that happens, that's the greatest calamity because the doors of Hidayah will be shut. Then in the midst of our enjoyment of all that is prohibited, we will suddenly be seized without time to repent. I seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's refuge for myself and you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about this. فَلَمَّا نَسُوا مَا ذُكِّرُوا بِهِ فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَتَّى إِذَا فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُطُوا أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بَغْتَةً فَإِذَاهُمْ مُبْلِسُونَ 
Allah said which means in Surah Al-Anam. So when they forgot the warning that they had been reminded with, we opened to them the gates of every pleasant thing until in the midst of their enjoyment, in, in that which they were given suddenly, we took them to punishment and lo, they were plunged into destruction with deep regrets and sorrows. Ramadan al-Karim is the opportunity to repent, to make istighfar and tawbah, to realign our lives and to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it easy by skewing the field in our favor. Let us not lose that advantage and fall back into the hole that we dug for ourselves. Ramadan al-Karim is about habit change and so let us realign our lives. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu narrated in the famous hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu ascended the member and said, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. They asked him, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa you ascended the member and you said, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. Why? Rasulullah sallallahu said, Verily, Jibreel salam came to me and said, Whoever reaches the month of Ramadan and he is not forgiven, then he will enter Jahannam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cast him far away, say, Ameen. And I said, Ameen. Whoever reaches Ramadan is not forgiven, forgive, meaning what? Does not do the actions to, to, for him to be forgiven. Does not make istighfar, does not make tawbah, does not fast, does not pray. Continues to deal in haram. All of these things. And what happens? Jibbal salam said, That person will enter Jahannam and Allah will cast him far away. Say, Ameen. I said, Ameen. Then Jibreel salam said, where whoever sees in their old age, their parents, whoever finds their parents in their old age, one or both, and he does not honor them, does not serve them, and he dies, then he will enter Jahannam and Allah will cast him far away, say, Amin. I said, Amin. And then he said, whoever has your name mentioned in his presence, whoever has the name of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned in his presence and does not send blessings on you, does not say at least sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he dies, then he will enter Jahannam and Allah will cast him far away, say, Amin. I said, Amin. And this is in Sayyid ibn Iban. Now let us realize the seriousness of this hadith. Jibreel is making the dua. And he and Rasulullah are saying Ameen. So let us ensure that we correct ourselves, our relationships, especially with our parents and our siblings, all the people who have blood relation with us. We change and correct our priorities and we correct our affairs. As we draw to a close of this beautiful month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down his greatest reward, Laylatul Qadr. Rasulullah told us to search for it in the last 10 nights of Ramadan in the odd nights. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about Laylatul Qadr. Inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr wa ma duraka ma Laylatul Qadr Laylatul Qadr khayrun min alf shahr تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ يَمْرِ سَلَامٌ هِيَ حَتَّى مَطْلِعِ الْفَاجِرِ Verily we have sent it, the Qur'an, down in the night of Al-Qadr. And what will make you know what the night of Al-Qadr is? The night of Al-Qadr is better than a thousand months. Better than worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously for 83 years and 4 months. Therein descend the angels and the ruh. 
which is Jibreel salam by Allah's permission with all decrees peace until dawn it was narrated from our mother Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu anha that she asked Rasulullah sallallahu Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam what dua should I ask if I find Laylatul Qadr and he said Allahumma inna ka'fu wan tuhibbul afu fa'fu anni he said oh Allah you are forgiven and love forgiveness so forgive me I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to appreciate Ramadan and all its blessings to do this we must structure our days Limit, if not get rid of social media. Spend as much time as we can in worshipping Allah. Spend as much as we can in charity, knowing that it's an investment, the reward of which is multiplied 70 times in Ramadan. There should be no need for someone to ask us or encourage us to spend in charity. We should do that on our own because we understand what it is. Nothing happens without effort and nothing fails if we make enough effort. It's up to us. So when you write your checks for charity, don't ask yourself, how much should I write? Ask, how much do I want from Allah? Eh? Ask, how much do I want from Allah? Ramadan is the month for especially expressing our gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through charity, through dhikr, fikr, istighfar, tilawat al-Quran, salah, and of course fasting. To help in this, let us remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let us remember who Allah is and allow His glory to fill our hearts with His nur that abolishes all darkness of kufr, shirk, bid'at, and rebelliousness. My brothers and sisters, Ramadan comes to get us back on track. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favors us with His special mercy. Let us open our hearts to the message of Islam and become obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fight shaitan. Seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help and protection. Let us remember that our end too will come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about this. كُلُّ نَفْسٍ زَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ وَإِنَّمَا تُوَفَّوْنَ وُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فَمَنْ زُحْزِ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَاز وَمَا الْحَيَاتُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا and only on the day of resurrection will you be paid your wages in full. And whoever is removed away from the fire and admitted to Jannah is indeed successful. The life of this world is only enjoyment of deception. Shaitan plays the opposite game where he makes the world to appear real and the akhirah to be unreal. Allah told us what to do about that. Allah said, Inna shaitana lakum adu, Surely the shaitan is your enemy, so treat him like an enemy. He only invites his followers that they may become the dwellers of the blazing fire. Let us fight shaitan. Instead of that, we follow shaitan and we accept a declaration of war from Allah by dealing in interest. Think about this. How insane is this? Allah said, take shaitan as the enemy. And we want to take Allah as the enemy. We want to take Rasulullah as the enemy. This is the time to change. This is the time to get out of all those actions which will displease Allah because we know that the only thing which matters is if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us or not. One day we will meet Allah 
Ramadan comes to remind us about that day so that we can make that the best day of our lives. The day when we meet our Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu and look forward to the reward that he promised. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with you and never to be displeased. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfilana wa tarhamna la nakunna minal khasirin. Ya hiyu ya khayyum bi rahmatika nastaghith aslih lana ashanana kulla la ilaha illa ant. Allahumma shfi'um amradana wa amrad al-muslimin. Ya kareem ya rahim ya kareem ya rahim ya zal jalali wal ikram. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يعمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربى وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عضو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أخي مسلم